Marta from Crystal Viper and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Interview Under Fire. This is your host Sunny along with Marta, Gabriel, Quite the honor. Thank you so much for joining IUF for our podcast today. You know, this is an, an exciting way to kick off 2021 for you and the guys over at Crystal Viper with the release of your eighth studio album, The Cult, arrives January 29th, because I think there was a date switch. Was it January 29th? Uh, it's, different, it's a different date for Europe and for America. That's why. Is, is there a release in February as well? Um, in Europe, it's uh, January 29, and February is for uh, for for America. Okay, so you Fe guys heard Fe here Fe first. February February 12, probably. Okay, okay, so right before Valentine's Day, it was a perfect perfect timing for that, and it comes out on those dates on listenable <laughs> records. And I want to say, Marta, you know, congratulations on all of the well deserved uh, acknowledgments it's been getting so far, especially with the singles. The cult and S not the weight, you know, so much to unravel about all this. But before we get to all that and beyond, I'm going to ask a very important question that I've been asking all my guests, especially with everything that's been going on. How are you? <laughs> I think it's a very simple question, but I think it's an important one to ask considering where we all are at this point. Well, um, first of all, I'm healthy. I mean, I think so. I feel good. So, <laughs> yeah, so <that's> far. Good. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, to be honest, I miss my friends, I miss my bandmates, especially because in Crystal Viper, we live in three different countries, Poland, Germany and oh, wow. Sweden. I haven't seen them since last February, so it's almost a year. And uh, what else? Most of uh, my friends live, you know, in Germany, in Spain, in Greece, so not possible to hang out with them. It's even not possible to travel and to do a tourist stuff here in Poland. You know, me and my husband, we love to travel. Poland is a beautiful country when it comes to nature and we love to be close to nature. But it's not possible to go far away from the place where we live because hotels are closed. So yeah. no place for us to stay for night. And it's freaking winter, so you cannot sleep in the car. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very cold here right now. But the first thing after you know the hotels are open again, we are getting into a car and going ahead to the mountains, to the seaside, something like that. And yeah. I can and I cannot wait to meet with guys from my band because it's crazy, you know, so much time. Yeah, you know, and making the best of the situation is very <laughs> important. Yeah, I know it's it's really nice to have something to look forward to, like just as simple as getting in a car and driving somewhere. You know, I, of course, we're all home like we're talking about. But, you know, Marta, being away from the stage a lot as of late, you know, how are you keeping up your guitar chops and vocals these days? Is that affecting your musicianship? Has anything changed for your routine wise lately, if at all? Well, the the thing that actually changed is that I have less and less time that I had before this pandemic, actually, because, uh, yes, that's true, because last year, uh, when it was already clear that we won't be able to play live, to travel, and so on, we started so many different music projects, so we barely have, have time to get everything, you know, together, to get things done. 
not only me, but also guys from my band, from Crystal Viper, we are so busy with music, with everything. So that's, that's crazy. And, you know, I wanted to, to, to say that later, probably, but I will tell you now. After we finished our album, The Cult, which, which was completely done in August, we started new music projects. And Already? Very soon, <laughs> yes, and right now we are actually working on them. So very soon you will hear about them. And I promise they are super cool. Many people will be surprised. And I'm super excited about them because it's like weeks from announcing the great news you know wow so, yeah album is done and we are already working on next thing so no rest for the weekend yeah that's a good thing to be busy with you know another thing that you guys were busy with especially you marta you know is touring and crystal viper you guys have been doing this since you specifically have been doing this since 2003 almost you know nearly two decades and whether it's with Crystal Viper or Moon Chamber or Jack Star, you know, or Born Again, you know, how was the touring life for you personally? Because, you know, Crystal Viper has toured in more than 15 countries from playing in tiny clubs to opener festivals like Headbangers and Sabaton Open Air and Bang Your Head, you know, the list goes on. And now we are all kind of just taking like an unexpected step back. And does it make you have a growing appreciation of the touring life? You know, because we're talking, you know, culture fans even the food there's just so many things to pick apart about what makes touring amazing what was your biggest takeaway from that life let me put it that way um some people to feel that they are alive they are jumping on a bungee line some of them are jumping with a parachute from the plane for me it's being on stage i I need that kind of feeling when I start to play, when I start to perform, when I'm singing my songs and I see all those people in front of me who are enjoying our music, I really feel alive and I feel like this is my place, this is where I belong. And th that's also why uh, I'm, I'm pretty often asked um, which is my favorite show that I ever played. And it's impossible for me to answer that question because I appreciate every single second on stage. I really appreciate that, that I'm able to sing, I am, I am able to play, and that there are people who want to listen to what we are composing, what we are recording. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And this is actually the only the only thing that I'm afraid of is that, for example, in the future, if I wouldn't be able to play live because I will get ill or something like that, mm -hmm. that would be the most horrible that would probably could happen to me. So, but so far I, I can see myself, you know, in 30 years from now with gray hair on stage with my guitar, <laughs> still headbanging. I hope so. That's, that, that's the way it yeah. should be. <laughs> playing metal to the to the beautiful audience and so on. Maybe some blues music because this is also what I would love to do in the future. One of my biggest dreams to have a blues band. But so far, uh, yeah, I miss playing live. I miss playing live. And but as I said, I'm busy with music, so it's not that horrible. It's not no. that. No, yeah. And again, this goes back to saying, you know, making the best of a situation is great, which you guys have done. You guys are still doing and a very popular subject 
on Interview Under Fire that we've talked about for the last year, almost a year, and you've seen this from other bands. You know, what they've been doing is live streaming. And I know you guys have done this. A lot of bands have been doing what they do on stage, taking it to the screen like we're doing right now. I know you guys did the whole Still Alive, uh, you know, lockdown version, which was amazing. And then just recently you did uh, the cover of When the Crowds Are Gone, the Sabotage cover. You know, I, I wanted to ask you, Marta, you know, with, with all the experience that you've you've taken in in your career, with all the bands that you play with, with, the, with all the artists that you've met, with all the festivals that you played in, do you think that the quarantined-induced, you know, live streaming surge we're seeing right now from all these bands, you know, Lamb of God did one, Behemoth did one, you know, you know, there's another Poland band out there, you know, August Burns Red did one, Code Orange did one. Do you think that's going to affect the touring musician business going forward? Like, do you still see bands doing this even after all this is over? Um, I don't think so because I will I will answer this question from my point of view. Right. Um, playing this kind of a live live stream with no audience, it I cannot imagine. I cannot even imagine that because look, when I am on stage. I'm full of energy, there's adrenaline in my veins and so on, but I have this energy, this kind of feeling, not because I am on stage alone, it's because I can see in front of me those beautiful audience who are enjoying the music and they are giving me their energy and I am giving my energy back and this is like a circle each other to perform a great live show this kind of live streams i wouldn't say it's something new because for years bands are performing on tv shows and so on and sometimes those tv shows are recording without audience so it's not new but i cannot imagine this kind of situation that some bands would choose this way uh, of performing, you know, instead of playing real live show, because it's not the same. For sure, it's not the same. Yeah, and I like asking that question. There's no wrong answer to it, because I've had so many different talented people like yourself on the show. They say things like, oh, hey, yeah, I would love to do live streaming. It allows me a way to engage with the fans. And I have some artists who say, oh, I'm not doing anything until all this is over. You know, so it's always interesting to get that input, you know, I mean, I remember going to a Metallica live stream here in Dallas. They did this for one weekend here in the States. I don't know if you knew about this back in August. And a friend of mine had a ticket. So I was like, okay, sure, I'll go. And then, you know, what's the most popular thing we hear at a metal show? Let me see those horns, right? And you just see like a sea of horns from the fans. I'm sure you felt it, the adrenaline, those, those goosebumps when you see those fans do that. Instead, what did we get? Um, instead of, you know, let me see those horns, we got, hey, let me hear you honk your horns. So if you roll your window down, you just hear, you just hear cars <laughs> honking and just in silence. It felt, it felt so awkward. But, you know, what, my point is, like, I just, that made me miss the live experience even more. You know, and you said it yourself. It's what, what makes Crystal Viper, Crystal Viper, what makes Marta Gabriel and Marta Gabriel is the live presence that you guys have on stage. You yes, for, for sure. You know, and um, with, with those live streams and so on, I don't know if we wouldn't do something like that if it would be possible for us to mm -hmm. meet but it's not and for example because of the same reason that we are not able to meet look we are we are just releasing our new album we have no band photos 
no promo photos at all Man. we have no music video because you know it was and it still is impossible to travel between some countries without the risk of being under the quarantine or you know still flights uh, we, we have flight cancellations and so on I don't know maybe I, I would I would like to do this kind of live stream I cannot imagine how it would look like how I would feel because I really don't know but live show is a live show and it's not only that I miss live shows as a musician I miss live show as an audience as well yeah because I love to watch my favorite bands playing live on stage okay I'm a musician I have my own band but I'm also metal fan I love to go on live exactly. shows and to you know head, head my head bang my head sorry <laughs> <laughs> no yeah and, and hit your head if you're in the mosh pit I mean I, I I can definitely, you know, <laughs> pertain to that, especially with that experience going to all these metal shows. Yeah. I probably can't do a mosh pit anymore. You know, I'm in my 30s now, but I'm getting too old for mosh pits. But yeah, I've had that experience. You know, uh, and I want to talk about this new album. I know we've covered so many things, Marta. I promise we'll talk about the new album now. You know, we've mentioned it many times, The Cult. You know, your eighth album comes out January 29th, Unlistenable Records. That's the first release. And this is fo the follow-up to 2019's, you know, Tales of Fire and Ice. Now, I got to say, when I heard this album, when it was sent to me, it was just a traditional blend of heavy metal, power metal through and through. This seems to be a classic record further down the line. But now you're talking about a new album coming up. Who knows? It could be, you know, just the perfect, you know, timeline for Crystal Viper releasing these two albums back to back. It was filled with, you know, epic melodies, just riffs, harmonies, ripping solos from songs like Providence you know, Whispers from Beyond, Forgotten Land, The Calling, even the cover, the Welcome Home King Diamond cover. That was as good as it gets. And like you said, it took me back as well to the sounds of Maiden, Priest, Black Sabbath, Merciful Fate. It would it came back to the roots from albums like The Curse of Crystal Viper, even, you know, Metal Nation, like took me back to those first albums you guys put out. So let me ask you this, with the sounds that you're talking about that you've incorporated with this album, you know, how much did things change from when you first started composing on this album to where you ended up finishing it? Did a lot change in between? Did nothing change in between? Was there already a specific sound you knew you wanted with the cult? Huh. I know it's a very long question, but <laughs> I had to say all that because it's an amazing album. Um, yeah, I need to think a bit because there are a lot of things <laughs> to say actually about that. Um, with its sound, it wasn't like that um, that we that we sit together and said, "Okay, now we need to record album like this or like that," because we've never done that. Um, this album is sounds like that because of the inspirations at the moment that we all had, and it looks like just like you said, bands like Maiden, Black Sabbath. Merciful Fate, Judas Priest, they, they've always had huge influence on our on our music. And what else, you know, I would say, I will say that every, I think every Crystal Viper album is a heavy metal album. Of course, they are different when, when, when it comes to compare them, you know, with each other. On some of them you can find more power metal albums, on some of them you can find even some trash metal elements and so on. But in my opinion, all of our albums have always been 
heavy metal ones. But that's true. With this new album, the sound is more more raw, more more similar even to first to second album. But yeah. it, it was oh, it was maybe because uh, when we were working on the new album on the Cult, we were working on the album as independent band as an indie band with no contract with no record company behind us and it's exactly the same with our first album when we were working on songs when we were recording our first album we were unsigned and we didn't know what the future will bring we were working on music that we love and so on and it was exactly the same with the new album the the result of the sound and of the compositions of guitar riffs and so on. It all it always depends when it comes to Crystal Viper. It always depends of the inspirations, of the moment, of the period of time when we were working on the album. So, yeah. You know, man, you nailed it right on the head. And this was also produced and mastered by your partner, husband Bart Gabriel. You know, I had yes. a chance to speak with Bart. He's a great guy. You know, and was there a sense of comfortability for you? in the studio or wherever you were working on the album at, knowing that Bart was there working on the album? Yes, of course, because he's with the band from the very from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Actually, when I was creating Crystal Viper, he helped me a lot and for sure, without him, <laughs> it wouldn't be the same. And um, he was always res responsible for the production, for the sound of the album. And let's say he knows his job. He knows what he's doing. He's a great producer. I love to work with him, especially because he knows what is Crystal Viper's musical DNA. And this is very important when you work with the producer. He's this kind of producer who doesn't want to change you. He tries to take from you out the best things you have in your band, in your songs. And this is what I love in working with him. And, you know, regarding this album, it was very important to work with him as a producer, especially because for us it was very difficult. You know, we weren't recording this album in the recording studio. This is mm -hmm. actually the very first album that wasn't recorded in the recording studio because, as I said before, we weren't able to meet, to see each other, to go to one studio together and to see it and to work on songs and so on. We were recording our parts at our, our homes. We were working on this album completely online. We were sending over, you know, our tracks uh, and, and, you know, working on our parts completely alone. And um, that was difficult part. But I think the album sounds very good it's uh, it has this classic heavy metal sound and um bart was working on mixes with cedric forsberg with yep, our your drummer, new, your yeah. new drummer new drummer yes our new drummer he's a great mixing engineer and they both created a very nice sound you know for this album yeah oh no go ahead. i think you're gonna finish something else there because i wanted to follow up on that Okay, okay, so I get, let's go to the next subject. I think you were going to say something, because I was going to say, you know, Cedric, uh, your new drummer, you know, aside from the, you know, the production that he was a part of, the mixing, he's also known for his work with, you know, Blazing Stone and Brayton Hold, <laughs> Cloven Altar, 
uh, Lecter, Mortar, you know, Rock and Roll. Yes. I mean, the, list, the list goes on, you know. So I was going to yes. ask, you know, so what new element does, you know, Cedric bring or perhaps brought back into Crystal Viper that the lineup may not have had before? Uh, for sure, he brought the new wind, you know, the new energy and so on. He's also amazing drummer. He plays in totally different way than Golem did with, you know, he's using other techniques and so on. He's also amazing guitar player, bass player. He also sings. He's a great composer. But what's most important regarding the cult, he was also composing songs for this album. So on, on the cult, you can find songs not only composed by me, but also composed by Cedric. So that's pretty new. <laughs> And yeah, he's super talented guy in general. And we know each other for years, actually, because a um, few years ago, he invited me to record guest vocals for one of his uh, projects for Brighton Holt. I was recording vocals, yeah. guest vocals for one of his songs. This is actually how I, how I met Cedric. Yeah, and you know, Crystal Viper, you guys are known for the lyricism surrounding like fantasy and horror elements. And the lyrics for this album were inspired by the works of H.P. Lovecraft. And for my listeners who don't know, he's a proclaimed writer of horror fiction. So, Marta, you know, how important are themes to you? Is that more about helping you guys write or sound or is that more for the audience? Because, you know, a lot of artists, they don't really care about themes. They just do 10 songs in the studio and that's it. But I felt like, you know, Crystal Viper and the cult, there was a specific goal you wanted to achieve with that. Uh... You know, um, for me, uh, when I'm working on songs, on lyrics, I need to be inspired by something. For me, it doesn't mm -hmm. work that way that, for example, I sit with my piano and, okay, now I need to compose song. No, it doesn't work that way. I need inspiration. I need to be under influence or something, be it, I don't know, be it music, book, movie, uh, another band, sometimes I'm composing music after I'm back from a live show of another band and so on. And with Lovecraft, it was exactly the same. At the beginning of the last year, I started reading his stories, his novels. And it was like, literally, like someone would give me an injection with ideas for lyrics, for songs. For music, sometimes it was like I was having story in my head, and I just I was just playing soundtrack to the story. It was magical, and you know I love books in general. I love yeah. books. I love reading. But it was for the first time in my life that I started to read something, and I couldn't stop myself from reading. I was reading his stories, and if there was something else to do, and I couldn't read. I was listening to his story on the audiobooks because <laughs> I just had That's to good. know. Yeah, I just had to know what will happen next. When I was reading at night, I was having dreams about his story. So in the morning, I was ready com to compose music because I was under huge impact of his art, and this is how it works for me. Do you see the cult as a snapshot of where you are at a certain time in your life, looking back? Yes, of course, the cult will always uh, start, uh, the cult will always remind me that 
Howard Phillips Lovecraft became my favorite writer ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, but seriously, seriously, I even right now I'm in the middle of one of his stories. I keep on reading and what story? I'm reading again at the Mountains of Madness. Oh, okay. Yes, it's my favorite story of Howard Phillips Lovecraft, and there is even a song on the album inspired uh, by the story. And I loved it so much that I'm reading it again because I just feel I have to, you know. <laughs> is this also providing uh, like fuel for you know the upcoming album that you're talking about? Um. Or is that a whole different influence altogether? If I know what you mean. Like, let's say you took your influence from H.P. Lovecraft for the cult, right? Mm -hmm. And you have a new album coming out. Is that going to be the same theme, perhaps? Or are you are you going on a different path for the new album? I don't know how much you can say. I know I know that's that's under the under the covers for now. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I don't know uh, because right now I'm still under huge influence of his works. And yeah. But but you never know what will happen. Maybe tomorrow we will have a super brutal uh, thunder outside the window with you know <laughs> with <Okay>. huge storm <laughs> and so on. And yeah, and sometimes even weather influenced me so hard that I just sit and compose new song. So it's always it's always about inspirations. Yeah, and you know, from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline that you have taken in, Marta, that we have discussed about already, whether it's with Crystal Viper, Moon Chamber, or Born Again, like I mentioned before, or working with bands like Vader, you know, another Polish band. We've had Vader on the show, you know, Sabaton. You've worked with Witchcross, Majesty, uh, Elven Storm, Jack Star. Again, like all these amazing artists. And also being that you're a female guitarist fronting a band in a male-dominated music genre for almost 20 years. Have your aspirations as a person or a band, have they changed or evolved since when you first started playing music in the industry? Do you see things differently now? Well, for me, to be honest, um, From my point of view, um, I think that in general, being a woman in this metal world became more more normal nowadays because we have more and more female musicians on stage and so on. But I remember in the past when <laughs> that's pretty funny because you know when we started playing with Crystal Viper, I remember this kind of situation that, for example. I was going on stage and there was a kind of, you know, rehearsal, setting up the equip setting up the girl for playing live shows. And some people were like, eh, another girl in the band. And, you know, and everything changed when I started to sing. Those people were then like, wow, she actually can sing. And I was always like, why the hell shouldn't I sing? I'm on stage, I'm here with my band. Yeah. Why, why are you actually surprised? But nowadays, I, I, I feel like it became more common. You know, there are more and more great guitarists, musicians, vocalists, and so on. And that's great. Yeah, so 
let me ask you this, you know, because because you've been at this for a long time and it's a, something that you're very passionate about. And I love that of, of how long you've been playing music. This is your eighth album and you're working on your ninth album, Marta. That's easier said than done. You guys, I mean, you've created this entire discography on, on all this content that you built for yourself. Like you get to see the work that you put out. You know, what advice would you have for someone wanting to follow, you know, s someone like you in your footsteps? Uh, what I would say to this kind of a person, never force yourself to do something that you don't want to do. Um, and practice, practice, practice. If you want to play instruments, go and learn to play. If you want to compose song, don't watch, you know, videos on YouTube entitled how to compose song. Just <laughs> sit down with your instrument and try to compose your song. Always try to find something that inspires you, something that you love and write about this because this is most important. Even after so many years being in this, let's say, business, I am not able to write a song when my head is empty. Mm -hmm. I am not able and I remember I had this kind of period of time and it was horrible because it was like for a couple of weeks or even months I I haven't composed a song or I haven't wrote a lyrics. It was kind of it was horrible because I was afraid that, for example, it's going to be like that. But I just found, I mean, the inspiration found me because it's always like that. And I was able to compose again. So, And another advice is that um, don't listen to your ego and sometimes take seriously advices you are getting from more experienced musicians because trust me the experienced musicians who are in this business for many years they are wise and they usually know what what they are saying so this is what hey. i would like to say hey and for my listeners out there marta gabriel 20 years i'm telling you experienced musician right here and hey marta <laughs> if it wasn't for the music you guys put out i wouldn't be here today so much appreciation to you now I want to get to the fun part here in a second, but before before I do that, because everything you're telling me, I feel like I have to ask this question. If you weren't a musician, do you ever think about what you might be doing? Um, I would probably live on a on a farm with a lot of animals and stuff, or probably um, that's great. I would, or I would probably be a surgeon. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I, I love I love hearing that because it shows a different side of the musician. I mean, yeah, we have our daily task, what we do as a passion, but there's always you know something else that always kind of just provides fire, you know, to our passion. You know, what we want to do, fuel to the fire. That's what I was trying to say. But um, but yeah, you answered that perfectly. That's interesting. I really like that answer. But now, you Marta, know, I love I, yeah. I love that's why because you know I love nature, I love animals, and so mm -hmm. on. So if I would have a huge farm. I will have horses and pigs and cows and I would probably spend with them and all day long for, <laughs> for I think you sure. should I think you should still do that regardless you know <laughs> still keep putting on albums and still get the farm <laughs> <laughs> just an idea you can do that 
it's it's a cool cool plan for the future because you know right now I live in a, one of the biggest cities in Poland. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of difficult, but if if in every you know free moment when we have a um, when we have a free day with my husband, we are going to to the mountains. They are actually not very not very far from here. It's like 40, 50 minutes in a car, mm -hmm. so they are pretty close, but not possible to stay there for a for night. So you know, if if you want to go somewhere on on the top of a, some specific mountain or something like that, right now it's not possible because you will still have to return home and. Especially right now in winter, driving a car in the mountains at night, it's not very safe, so. I mean, I got to say, I, I do wish to plan to visit Poland, you know, the Scandinavian countries out there sometime in the future. One of my best friends actually went to, um, she visited Norway. She went to Oslo and she took, she's a photographer as well. She, so she took mm -hmm. some of the most amazing, you know, landscaping pictures I've ever seen. I mean, the mountains, just the nature, just the culture out there, you know. And hey, this is this is like our country, heavy metal. I have to go there, you know. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, hopefully once all this is over, I can get to go and visit out there. Hopefully you can get to come to the States and hopefully, you know, when you guys do come to Dallas, we can do another interview with you and the guys that I think that's definitely something to look forward to in the future. Yeah, eye to eye. And if yeah. you will ever decide to visit Poland, just, you know, drop me a line and I will give you a huge list of beautiful <laughs> places that you really have to visit here. Because when it comes to nature, Poland is beautiful, really. Oh, yeah, I agree. And yeah, we'll definitely stay in touch on that. Now, I know we talked about so many things, Marta. This has been such a pleasure. I'm going to get to the fun part right here. This is the last part of the interview, unfortunately. But like I said... I do this for all my guests. What I'm going to do, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Hot seat. I'm going to see if you know the lyrics to your own songs. Are you up for that challenge? Um, I, I don't. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't worry. I didn't, I, I didn't pick all your songs. I just picked a handful. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read a lyric and you just tell me what song it's from. Can you do that? Um, you want to try? Um, you you want to try two songs or maybe three songs and then and then see how you like it. From which album? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna start you. I'm but I'm gonna start you off easy though. I promise. I'm gonna start off with an easy song, and then we'll go from there and see how you do. Because trust me, I I've had artists who say, you know, they're they're like, oh, I I'm not gonna get any song on this, and they get every song right. And then I have other artists who say. Oh, yeah, I'll get every song right. And they didn't get any song right. They get all of them wrong. It's always funny to hear that because it, it shows, you know, how in the growth of your lyrics throughout the years. But I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, start go off, ask you hard questions. I'm going to just read it, read a line and you have to guess the song. You want to try it? Okay, I have I have a horrible memory, but I will do my best. <laughs> even you know, this is even good. when even if I'm performing live, I sometimes forgot the titles. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> I am introducing one song and start playing something oh, else. Man. So okay, okay. So this okay, this might be fun. Okay, let's Okay, go. <laughs> okay. Let, let's try it out. Let's try it out just for a couple of songs because because this this is this is always fun for every artist. So I'm gonna read a again. It's a little different when you just read it as opposed to just singing it. I can't sing like you can, obviously. But let's give it a shot. Okay. Okay. Are you nervous? <laughs> <laughs> you, you're like you're getting. Oh my god! I, I can see it on your face. All right, here we go. 
Haunted swamps of madness, hidden from the sun, unhallowed blasphemies will fall from the sky. This is the cult. Yeah, there you go. See, you got the first one. <laughs> yeah, but that was easy. This is the last album. <laughs> I told you it was going to be easy to start off. Okay, now, now we're going to get to the maybe difficult part. All right, yeah. I'm going to make it a little easy for you because the year, the year is 2010. This is from Legends. Okay. All right, <laughs> you're nervous. I can see you on your face. All right, do do not you ask? You will regret it. You'll see. Do not you ask, even if you live unhappily. Even if you live unhappily, your wish can change. Yep. Grit is blind. Yep, you got yeah, it. Yeah, grit is blind. Yeah. See, you knew you were doing your own songs. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Again, I, I'm also not going in order, so. This is that that can also be a little tricky. Here we go. I think I know how weird this is for you. Tonight you're alone. Tonight you will lose. I am your nightmare. This night is your doom. You're on the other side now. The hunting has begun. That's a great lyric. This is is this from Queen of the Witches? Yep, yep, 2017. This is great. Okay. Um, the hunting has begun. The rise of the witch queen. Yes. Hey, you're doing great. <laughs> All right, we got a few more. I, I, so great. far, I, I cannot believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is great. See, you see, you see how far deep you can go into your mind when you reach the, the lyrics. It you also know, shows the. Go ahead. I remember I had an interview like two years ago, something, mm -hmm. it was in Czech Republic probably before our show and I was answering interview and the, 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 the person who was interviewing me asked me if I can tell all titles of all albums that we already recorded and I forgot to. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, hey. I forgot titles of the album, and we are doing this right now. This is you know, this is this is crazy because this is actually more difficult, and you're doing great so far. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I think this is a lot more fun, honestly. Okay, moving on. Okay, so see if you get this one. This one's a little bit older. I'll face the terror in a life-death battle. Only wake me up. Only wake up me when he'll come. I'm not afraid to fall asleep and kill him. You're not my nightmare anymore. Yeah, it's from uh, it's from Metal Nation. It's a song yes. about Freddy Krueger. Yes. Yeah. Do you know the, you know the title? Uh, it, it's for, it's numbers. It's numbers. Fourteen twenty eight. Right? Yes. Man, yeah, you're great. You're doing it, it great. Was, yeah. it, it was the address from the movie, you know. Yeah. And when I had to read that lyric, because I was like, okay, that's Freddy Krueger right there. I have to ask her that. You did it. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. All right, now I'm going to read this lyric here. You're going to finish it off for me, okay? Okay. This this should be easy because you did sing this recently. I'm giving you a hint. It's secret powers lie in wait for me. Being here means I'll disappear. No laws of physics, no nature's rules. Who enter this place is a fool. Let the thunder strike the sky. Here I'm standing between lightning...
Here I'm standing between lightning still alive. There you go, still alive, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I wait. To, I, I need <laughs> to sing those lyrics in my head. <laughs> That's from Tales of Fire and Ice. That was the, yes, you know, the yes. last album. I was going to say, I was like, oh no, did she forget? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marta, you're, you are, you are doing, um, you're doing amazing. We just got a couple more and I'm going to give you a round of applause after all this is over because you, you're doing amazing. If anything... I'm making you rethink your set list now. So every, when you come back on stage, you're going <laughs> to think about these songs. Like, oh, okay, I got this now. All right, here we go. They took her away and didn't say a word. Unholy bastards, no changes for her. But she knew what was going on. Barefoot and scared, they throw her in the snow. I feel like uh, this is just poetry. It's, it's, from, it's, from, uh, it's from Queen of the Witches for sure. Uh, no, no, Crimean Accepta. It's yeah, yeah, Crimean Accepta. Yeah, it's a story about about Sarah, and um, <sighs> what's the title? It's the spell of death. You got that one though, because that was that was pretty good. The yeah. spell of death. Spell I could kept because the next next one was uh, the, her hands were shaking. So that's from 2012. Uh, you actually got you just got two more. All right. Stupid you are and went too far. We know how human race will die. Big flaming sword of doom will split the sky. We'll be yeah. too late. Uh, you got this? Prophets <laughs> of the end. Right? Yeah. From Possession 2013. Yep. Um, All right. Those, those, kind of, those lyrics were pretty important to me, you know, because uh, when I was writing them, I, I, for a moment, I wanted to turn myself into an into an alien who wants to punish people on earth you know for everything that they are doing to this planet and to still and relevant to, yeah, and even to even other. today that's important yeah and what and for what they are doing to each other for destroying everything so yeah it's and it's, it's one of my favorite song actually yeah one of my favorite I, crystal viper songs yeah i figured it would be i that's why i picked that song because <laughs> now <laughs> as i'm reading i'm like this the lyric, even now today, you could probably feel the same way too. Because I mean, of course, there's craziness going on in the world. Obviously, we're in a pandemic, and everything else in between that's happening. But that's a whole different conversation. All right, one more, and you got this. Wild and fast like a snake, he'll come from nowhere. You'll feel his breath on your neck. Yeah, your soul under night's care. That's like. It's it's Night Prowler. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, I said night right there. Did I give it away? Do you, do you know what was most difficult for me? Because when I'm singing them, the uh -huh. words have melody. And you are reading them with totally different accents and so on. And that was kind of... Yeah. You know what? It's, it's funny because, <laughs> because as I'm reading it, I had another artist tell me it's like poetry. When you read it, it's like yes. poetry. I, I, felt like, I felt like I could take these lyrics and read it to... You know, my kid who's falling asleep, like, or just, a, you know, s saying a lullaby and helping someone go to sleep or something like that, like a bedtime story. And I was like, wow, that's a very different perspective when you say it, because because the way you sing it, Marta, it's like a whole different expression when you sing it. So that's that song is from The Curse of Crystal Viper, 2007. Thank you, Thank you very much. Yeah, and, that, and that was a round of applause. that was amazing uh marta so i really you did great awesome um before we finish things off here do you have any you know 
last shout outs anything you want to mention to the fans is uh to the audience about crystal viper going forward uh well actually yes um guys and girls uh listen to our new album because well we, we are very proud of it and we are super excited about you know releasing it and so on um this is the, the music that you can find on this album this is the music we have we have in our guts in our hearts so everything you hear on this album is very true and i will hope that you will headbang a lot after hearing it because that's the plan and um please keep on supporting your favorite bands because it's very important especially right now and when it will be possible to go to see your favorite bands live please go <laughs> yeah and marta stick around for just one minute after all this is over you know everyone who's listening you know marta said it best if you can't support the artists, you know, purchase the record, purchase the merch, because the bands can't do it without your help. And hopefully Crystal Viper will be on the road as soon as you know, you know, as long as well as the other bands and people who are in the States who are listening to this podcast. I hope you get to see Crystal Viper in person because the energy is just, you know, unmatched as opposed to just seeing anything on the live stream. You know, uh, the live presence is just as important, you know, if not, if not more important, it is more important. You know, Marta Gabriel, this has been such an honor. Everyone, make sure you buy, you know, or stream. The Cult comes out January 29th on Listenable Records. You can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Check us out on interviewunderfire.com. Marta, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You stay safe out there in Poland, and we'll stay in touch, and hopefully we'll see you in the States sooner than later. Uh, thank you, Sonny, for the interview and um, for a nice talk. And... Thank you for supporting Crystal Viper. It means a lot, and we really, really appreciate that. Hope to see you on the road one day. That's why we're here. I appreciate you, Marta. Thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. And also, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can find us at Interview Under Fire at Facebook or at Instagram. Or you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at interviewunderfire.com. Or Rezablade. That's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at interviewunderfire.